Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! All right, let's get you caught up with what's just occurred in the last, uh, you know, three or four hours. Number one, the Phillies just gave Trey Turner $300 million for 11 years to be their next shortstop. You know, he's 30 years old in June, and they gave him 11 years. I'm not a big Trey Turner fan to begin with. Uh, I think he's a little overrated. I don't think he hits great pitching. Uh, I'm not, uh, you know, a huge believer. I don't think he's a great defensive shortstop. But for whatever the reason, him and Bryce Harper get along well. Middleton wants to spend a lot of money to uh, have a championship team. They did get the game six of the World Series. Who do I? Who am I to quibble about what they're going to give them? But they gave them 11 years and, uh, you know, 300. Uh, that, I mean, that's a fortune to give Trey Turner. I mean, my God, I don't even think he's that great defensively. I mean, I know he runs and his legs are a big part of his game, but that's another thing that worries me. When that contract's up, he's 41 years of age. I mean, my God. But that's where the uh, Phillies go, uh, and he's the first shortstop to go down. We got Bogarts. That's good news for the Red Sox. Uh, Turner was the Philadelphia, so that eliminates the Bogarts discussion. You still got, obviously, uh, Swanson you got to consider, and Correa down the road, too. So Turner. 11 years, $300 million. I think the Phillies really overpaid for that price tag. Really overpaid. That is item number one. Item number two is the Mets. Uh, and I understand they probably had to do it. Two years, $46 million, $43 million, So $86 million total. Plus he's got an option for that third year. Two years and $43 million a piece for our little pal there, Justin Verlander, uh, with, the, uh, with the Mets. This, of course, in direct retaliation to losing DeGrom on Friday. We'll get to that momentarily. But Verlander, who is in a bidding war with the Mets and the Dodgers decides to come pitch in New York. Now, he and Scherzer do not get along for what that's worth, and they do not like each other. Remember, they had pitched together on the same team in a couple of spots, but I've got, people have said it all, sprinkled sprinkled around that information all over the place. They do not get along, and I guess Buck said, well, I had Schilling and I had Randy Johnson. They didn't get along either in Arizona. I can deal with this. So, for whatever the reason, Verlander comes here. I guess the Mets had no other choice. They can't give Rondon $30 million a year for six years. That's too much money for a guy who really has been hurt a lot in his career. There's not a lot of great top pitchers. I can't kill the Mets for 185 for DeGrom. I wouldn't have gone there either. Uh, but uh, they decided to, uh, you know, give the ball to Verlander here down the road. Now, the reason I don't like it, the Mets game plan, two reasons why I don't like it with Verlander. I understand why they did it. But the two reasons why I don't like it, you are going to try to win a championship when you have two 40-year-old starters at the top of your rotation in the month of October. That is asking an awful lot when you got Scherzer on the one hand and then you got Verlander on the other and you're trying to go out there and you're going to win a title. I saw Scherzer get booed out of the building uh, late in the year against San Diego. I have been around a long time. I haven't heard as harsh booing in my life as I heard where Scherzer, and now you go bring here Verlander, and you're going to try to win a title with those two guys acting your staff, and it's not like Verlander here is... Good to see you, Jimmy. It's not like Verlander here is in a situation where, you know, listen, he has not been a great World Series pitcher. He certainly wasn't great in this year's postseason. I understand he won a Cy Young, uh, and I know Steve Cohen now can play the game with his little Twitter followers about how everybody loves it. I spoke to a lot of Met fans today who did not like it. Really, Chris, this is what we're going to do now? Get the mercenary Verlander to pitch on our team? I heard a lot of Met fans tell me that on the little phone 
all afternoon. Anyway, Verlander with the Mets. That, of course, on the heels of DeGrom, who went to Texas. And, of course, DeGrom, you know, had no ties to New York. It's amazing for a pitcher who won Cy Young's and Rookie of the Years and pitched the Mets into a World Championship in 15 into the World Series against Kansas City. And won the only game that, uh, no. Uh, he pitched well. Uh, the winner was Syndergaard. He pitched. They won the game that he pitched. But the bottom line is, it is hard for me to believe that the Met fan is basically said, you know, goodbye then, goodbye and good riddance. You know, Verlander never, uh, Verlander, uh, Degrom never made it a point to indicate how much he loved pitching in New York. All we heard about all year was opt out this, opt out that, opt out this, opt out that. That's what he cared about was opting out because he thought he signed a bad contract the last time, $138 million, didn't get his money's worth. But he's made basically 20 starts in the last two years. Last year in 2022, Degrom made 11 starts. The Mets were six and five. So I, I cannot sit there and I cannot go crazy about the Mets not paying him five years, 185. Texas is desperate. Now, when you are desperate, that's what you do. Texas doesn't have any pitching. They got to wait for Jack Leiter. We'll have to wait for Rocker, the kid that they drafted there a couple years ago from Vanderbilt, who the Mets drafted and didn't sign. They went back into the loop and the Rockies now and the uh, Rangers now have them. You know, the Glenn Ottos of the world and Martin Perez's of the world and the John Gray's of the world are not going to win you a championship and that's what you're trying to do with a veteran manager like Boach. So Bruce going there, I think, you know, says, listen, if we got this guy managing, let's give him something to work with. So here goes DeGrom now to pitch in Texas. Uh, listen, uh, I mean, and the problem that Texas has with DeGrom is that you're going to need him pitch 30 times just to get competitive. You can't cherry, you can't, you know, cherry pick with him. What are you gonna do? I'm pitch 15 games and we'll see you in October. Well, they can't have that. They need him every fifth day for the whole year. And DeGrom has not shown you an ability to do that over a long period of time now. But Texas is desperate, and when you are desperate, that is what you do. So I can't kill the Mets for that. I understand why Texas did it. Money, who cares? But I mean, geez, that is. That's really taking a huge risk, and you have nowhere else to go. Verlander here in New York, I don't like it only because I don't like two 40-year-old starters at the top of my rotation when you're a now team. And, uh, you know, listen, I understand the Mets had nowhere else to go, so I get that aspect of it. But it's not like, you know, every Met fan in the world wanted Verlander on their team. This is not like the Met fan was, you know, cramming for, uh, get us Justin Verlander. Oh, please. I want to have. Nobody did that in New York. So don't let the owner think that's the case because it's not. Nobody. He is. He doesn't know the Met fan like I know the Met fan. I know he's a Met fan. He's a rich Met fan. I'm hanging out with the Met fan who, has, who spends the fortune to go sit in the upper deck. Way up in the, way out in the upper deck. He's not doing that. So I, I don't love it. I understand why. I had no other choice, most likely. I don't love it. And then Turner, 11 years, $300 million in Philadelphia. Again, money's no object. Uh, I think they're going to rue the day they gave him that contract. I am not a big Trey Turner fan. Uh, I like Bogarts better than I like Turner. It won't cost you nearly as much. I am not a huge Turner fan. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.